My name is Rebecca, and I have suffered from chronic and debilitating insecurity uh, regarding to my body image for nearly 30 years. God has walked me on a journey of healing, and I've had significant pivotal moments in my walk to freedom. And one of those came when I found the Compared to Who podcast a year ago. And then I realized, oh my gosh, there are coaching groups. So I joined a coaching group with Heather and her book, her words, and her guidance was the next word from God that I needed to shift into a whole new level of freedom. The reality and the truth in the Bible that I am not meant to be worshipped. My beauty and feeling good about what, what I look like is not meant to be worshipped. There is only one that's meant to be worshipped. And that is the primary key piece of anything I really ever need to know in regards to freedom. I've had significant freedom since March of this year. Because of what God spoke through Heather's book directly into my heart and changed me. Rebecca, thank you so much for sharing your story, your testimony of your experience in group coaching. I love hearing that. And if you're listening to Rebecca's story, you're thinking, oh, that's me. I need that. Oh, please. How can I find freedom from obsessing over my body and my size and all the things then group coaching is for you. I don't know what you're waiting for because the next plan's not going to fix it. I wish it would. That'd be great if that worked. But chances are you've done all the things. You've done all the diets. You've done all the plans just like I did. It's not the answer. So if you are looking for an answer that sticks, if you're looking for permanent life change, now, now let me be clear, this, you're not going to like just flip a switch. I don't have any magic formulas, okay? But I can set you on a path to freedom. You're going to have to walk it. You're going to have to put one foot in front of the other. You're going to have to, I'm going to say put the work in, but it's not really work. It's its learning to trust is really what it is, which can be work, I guess, but uh, I don't know. That's, that's awkward semantics. But friend, if you're tired of struggling, let's let's work together. Let's do group coaching. It starts in September. You need to sign up now, okay? Because I'm I'm filling up, but I do have spots left. So sign up now. You can drop me an email, Heather at compareto.me. I can tell you all about it. Or you can go to my website, compareto.me. Look for the coaching tab. Look for group coaching. It says group coaching starts soon. Scroll all the way to the bottom. All the information you're looking for is on there. You just have to keep scrolling. Read the testimonies. And then below that, there's more information, how much it costs, all the things, how it works, uh, six weeks commitment. We'll meet once a week uh, for four weeks as a group. You will make friends. My groups from the spring are still meeting together. <laughs> it's now like been five months. They have become a great friends. So if you're looking for other women to connect with around these issues and friends that can walk with you indefinitely, group coaching is for you. Well, today we are going to talk about back to school shopping and how this might trigger body image issues for you 
or for your kids, right? Back to school is kind of, you know, it's a season where you feel like there's fresh starts and new things. And I don't know, I used to love going back to school shopping for um, school supplies, right? Deciding like what color notebook was going to be for what subject and choosing my trapper keeper, which I would think ages me, but I saw trapper keepers at Target yesterday. So I guess they're back. (laughs) Um, But anyway, back to school stuff clothes, trying on clothes, helping our children try on clothes, helping our children pick out clothes. All this can be a messy thing to navigate if you are a mom with some body image stuff. So let's talk about that today. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here, the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show, and hey, tell a friend about it. Okay, this one is more for my mom friends, so if you're not in that category, this may or may not apply to you, but here's the thing. Fall is a time when we start to think about new routines and such, and and so maybe even if you don't have kids that you're getting ready to send off to school, yeah, some of this may still apply. It may apply when you go shopping for clothes just for yourself. Maybe you feel like you're getting a new fall wardrobe and experiencing all these same things, so a take from it what you will. But for my moms who are doing the back to school shopping thing, this can be a tough time if you're stuck in body image issues. Part of this is it's really difficult for us not to take our own thoughts and feelings about our bodies and project them onto our kids right? So when you're out choosing clothing for them for school, and maybe you're fortunate enough that your kids get to wear uniforms, (laughs) because I do think when mine went to school and wore uniforms, I was like, oh, this solves so much. Um, But if not, oh, you face, face struggles like size changes, Right. And, and, you know, for most of us, it's like, okay, yes, kids grow, kids change. Right. But once your daughter starts to become a teenager and maybe she's wearing a different size than some of her friends, or maybe it's a dramatically different size than she wore last year, that can cause stress and that can cause fear. You may secretly be wondering, even with younger children, if your child's weight is okay. Maybe you're worried about them, not just from a health perspective, but, you know, you want them to feel confident. You don't want them to struggle like you've struggled if you've struggled with your weight. I think really a lot of times, unfortunately, body image issues start because a very well-meaning mom wants to protect her child from experiencing what she experienced in struggling with her weight and size. So how do we navigate helping our kids find new clothes, helping our kids 
you know, feel confident, right? And we ultimately, we want them to derive their confidence from Jesus, right? But we, we know what it feels like when you're wearing something you feel looks good. You feel a little better than you do when you're wearing something that doesn't fit right or is uncomfortable or too tight or you don't feel like it looks good. So how do we help our children in this area? And how do we not start obsessing ourselves? <laughs> so I just have a couple tips for you today. Number one is don't worry about the size tag, okay? I, I think it's really important that we start having conversations with our children at a young age that size tags do not matter. They are so, 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 so subjective, right? One store, a size can be cut one way. Another store, the same size can be cut in an entirely different way. So start having these conversations with your children now. Do not get the look of panic, as you go into the store and your kids in the dressing room and they try on the size that they thought they wore or the size they wore last year and you have to go up a size or two sizes or three sizes, try, my friend, try not to have that look of panic, right? Because that's going to send a message. Instead, have a look and an attitude that, who cares? It is not about you fitting into a certain size. This is about finding clothing that fits your body right now right? And moms, we aren't that good at that. <laughs> at least I'm not all the time, right? It's like, oh, well, this could fit in five more pounds and it's on sale. Maybe I should just get it now and it'll inspire me to fit into it someday. No, 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 no. It will not inspire you. It will shame you, okay? And just like that will shame you, clothing that doesn't fit your child will shame them. <sighs> So just find something that fits their body and emphasize over and over again that that number means nothing, absolutely nothing. It doesn't, it's not a measure of their value. It's not a measure of their worth. It is just an arbitrary number that someone stuck inside that pair of jeans to help you figure out, get a little closer to which ones may fit, but it is not anything decisive or solid. Let's put it that way. Okay. So that that's number one, get over the size thing. It doesn't matter what size your child wears. Number two, oh, this one is so hard, my friend. I would say, let them have some freedom in picking out what they like, even if you don't like it. Oh, that's so hard for some of us. But my friend, there's a lot of data out there, especially regarding moms, controlling moms and their daughters and how this can actually pave the way for eating disorders. When a mom is overly controlling and doesn't give her daughter enough freedom, she may feel like the only thing she can control in her life is her food. And it puts an overemphasis on food and eating. And that's where the control struggle can really flare. And that can lead to full-blown eating disorders. So going back to clothing, yeah, I know you don't like those crazy baggy jeans and 
crop shirts. I don't love them either. I don't get prairie dresses. I wore prairie dresses when I was in like eighth grade. And I don't know why anyone would choose them now. Okay. But at least they're, you know, modest and conservative looking (laughs) better than the crop tops. Uh, But friend, as long as you feel like she's covering all the parts she should be covering, it doesn't matter if her style is not your style. And, and I think sometimes this is a little, ooh, we have to separate our image from our daughter's or our son's images. We have to remind ourselves that they are not us. And even though you might feel like what they wear reflects on you, my friend, give them a little freedom. And, and you know, I've noticed this in, in my household. There were a couple years that I was like, oh, no, my daughter is only going to wear black for <laughs> all of her teenage years. Right. And now she's choosing pink again. Things change, but give them the space and the freedom. I really believe if I had pushed her during her black phase, if I had pushed her to buy pink or wear pink, or, I, I think it would have started a a power struggle that was just completely unnecessary and may have prevented her from coming back to a style that I feel is more feminine and prettier and, you know, more attractive and all those things. So I endured her wearing (laughs) black t-shirts and black jeans for a few years. But friends, she's come around and I think the same might happen in your household too. Okay. Give them some space. Yes, you can, you can, you know, have, have rules around modesty and what's appropriate for different situations. Of course, I'm not saying anything crazy here, but give, give her space to just show who she is through her clothing. Give her a little bit of freedom. Let her feel like she's in some control in that arena. And I think it will pay dividends in other arenas. I'll be right back with a couple more tips for you right after this. Hey there, are we email friends yet? If not, what are you waiting for? I would love the chance to connect with you via email. You'll get two messages, three messages a month tops. So I'm not going to be flooding your inbox every day. You'll find out about new episodes. As soon as you sign up, you'll get enrolled in my five-day body image freedom email challenge and you'll also find out about courses coaching other things that are going on at compared to who that may be helpful for you i hope you'll sign up to be part of my friends list my email list today just go to compared to me and you can take the five-day body image email challenge and you'll be signed up there i hope to connect with you soon Okay, so friends, we're talking about back to school shopping and your kids. And here is something very real that can happen when you're back to school shopping, especially with your daughters. But, you know, boys are facing eating disorders and body image issues like never before. So I don't want to generalize and just say this is going to happen with girls. This can happen with boys, too. Right. But but one thing that you can find is they will make comments on their bodies as they try things on. Maybe they're saying things like this makes me look fat or this makes my butt look big, although I think that's in style now. Maybe it's (laughs) something else. This makes me look flat chested. Whatever it could be right? How do you respond to that, mom? Now, I think 
if you're like me and most of the women I talk to, the natural response is the mom response, right? The, oh no, honey, you're beautiful. God made you beautiful. You're not fat. And we try to dismiss all of those things that they're saying. You're not fat. You're, you know, your legs aren't big. Oh, your nose isn't ugly. Oh, you're, you're not too skinny. You know, whatever the case may be, right? We just instantly dismiss and try to move on. But my friend, you have body image issues. If you're listening to this show, there's a good chance you do. How do you feel when you say to a friend or your husband, maybe, I feel so fat. I look fat. And he says, or the friend says, no, you don't. You're fine. I don't know what you're complaining about. Does that fix it for you? I'm just going to give you a second to think about it. (laughs) Chances are your answer is no, of course it doesn't fix it. And so my encouragement to you today is let's not be that dismissive with our children Because they're trying to tell us something, and if we are just dismissive with them, we don't get the opportunity to really speak into it. Okay. And and so, and I know some of you moms, oh, you're you're throwing scripture at your kids. Psalm 139, 14, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Your body is fearfully, wonderfully made, and you're trying to help them. You're trying to give them God's truth. But friend, how would you feel if when you called me for body image coaching and you told me the depths of your struggle, I said, hey, you just remember you're fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, would you feel like you got your sessions, (laughs) your money's worth for that session? Probably not. Okay, so let's really start thinking about how to respond to our children in a helpful way. And so one thing, and this may not, the dressing room may not be the right spot for this conversation, right? But one way to respond is to say something like, oh, honey, why do you feel that way? Right? Just ask why. Open up. You know, when we, when we shut them down, no, you're not fat. There's no conversation that can follow that, right? But when we open up the door to a bigger conversation, that's when we really have the opportunity to speak into these issues, right? So, honey, what, why do you feel that way? Why do you think that way? Who are you comparing yourself to? Who, who do you believe has the kind of body that you believe you should have? And why do you believe that you should have a body that that's, that's shaped like that or sized like that? And what, what do you believe that would help? Like, do you think you'd have more friends if your body was like that? Do you think you would have a boyfriend or a girlfriend if your body was more like that? Do you think that you wouldn't have any struggles? Like maybe school would be easier or more fun or, you know, maybe you'd make the cheerleading team or is it called a cheerleading team, the cheerleading squad (laughs) or the basketball team or whatever, if your body was different and just ask these questions. You may want to go back and write them down. Okay. Because it's hard in the moment. I get it. But ask these questions to start a conversation and then as you dig deeper in the conversation, try to find out why they believe these things, right? Often, like I went through with those questions, often the belief is the same belief that we struggle with when we struggle with body image idolatry. It's this belief that if I looked like her, if I looked like him, then 
you know, whatever the dream is, right? Then I would have the boyfriend. Then I would be able to sit at the popular girls table. Then, you know, the guys would treat me better. Or then I would make the football team, right? And, and so there's there's an idolatry there that can be recognized. And it, the best way to get your child to recognize it is not through a lecture on idolatry, <laughs> but rather through just asking questions, helping them see the truth. So one way that I think might be helpful to do this, especially with girls, teen girls, and you know, I don't know if I go like younger than 13 on this, but, but maybe, you know, your daughter, right? But when you're checking out of Target um, or Walmart, you know, wherever you see, grocery store, when you see those magazines with the pictures of the women in the bikinis, right? If your daughter has expressed that she wants a more, you know, bikini worthy body, or she thinks she's fat or whatever, sometimes it can be helpful to point out, you know, when, when you see this, when you notice this, point out the headlines around the woman, because a lot of times, especially when it's celebrities, maybe not so much like a shape or a fitness magazine, but a celebrity like a Us Weekly or whatever, a lot of times that beautiful woman on the cover, the story is about something that happened in her life that was significant, maybe a walk through depression or a suicide attempt or, you know, a divorce or her husband or, you know, boyfriend cheating on her or whatever, right? And to kind of start to show our children that these messages that having a certain body lead to a certain outcome are just not true, right? And then another good conversation to have just kind of organically as you're watching ads together, you know, on television. I know we don't watch a lot of commercials on television anymore, but but even in, in Netflix shows or movies, right? Ask like what is being communicated about that certain body size or shape, right? Like what do we believe when we see Jennifer Lopez or Taylor Swift? We believe that if you have that kind of body, then you have a certain kind of success, right? But I think it's important for us to start to show our children, like I, I used this example with a client the other day, right? Like Taylor Swift, she's a pretty girl. She's, she's built nicely, but if she couldn't sing, she wouldn't be a superstar, right? So it's really propelled her to, to success is not her look. Yes, that helped her. But it's her talent. It's her God-given gift that has put her where she's at. And so although we're tempted and marketers tell us that if we had this look, then we would have this success, it's tempting to believe that, but it's not always about looks. In fact, most of the time, unless you're just modeling, <laughs> it's not about looks at all. It's about some other talent or gifting. And just like our bodies, those talents and gifts come from God, right? It's always a full package. And another conversation to have might be to have your daughter or son think of someone they know who's really attractive, but not nice, not kind, someone that they wouldn't want to be friends with. And that's just another way to show them that having the right body isn't enough. It's the wrong place to put focus. When you were looking for a friend or even a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, the body isn't the only important thing. No one wants to marry <laughs> a beautiful shell, right? Like, I mean, you know, even 
I remember dating and I, I remember dating a couple good looking guys and I was just like, oh my word, he's just dumb. <laughs> um, you know, it's, a, it's the same, right? For friends and, and, you know, who we want to spend time with is more about how they treat other people, how kind they are, how, you know, intelligent they are, how fun they are to talk to, you know, it's so much more about what is on the inside than what is on the outside. Now, I'll leave you with this. Saying it's what's on the inside that counts is not an effective parenting strategy either, okay? So as you're having these dressing room hardships, right? And man, I hope you don't have them. I pray pray that back to school shopping is an easy experience for you. But if you have dressing room hardships, let me just encourage you, use this as an opportunity to have real conversations. Now, I'll leave you with this. Some some moms are like, should I tell my kids that I have body image issues? Or like, is that just going to trigger them to have them? And And that's a tough one, right? Because I mean, you know, most girls I talk to that struggled with things like bulimia, learned about bulimia from someone sharing their story of overcoming bulimia, right? So there definitely is a um, a potential to trigger something there. But at the same time, I really believe if we can have open and honest conversation with our kids about these these topics and where we're not afraid to be vulnerable and say, yeah, I get it. Like, I know what it feels like to be uncomfortable in my body. Mom's not always happy with her body either. But here's what I'm learning. What I'm learning is what's most important about me is not my body. What I'm learning is that God made me on purpose for a purpose and God knew exactly how tall I was going to be, exactly what my body was going to look like. And he still has a purpose for me. And my daughter, my son, I believe he has a purpose for you too. Yeah. Okay. If he didn't make you six, four, maybe his purpose for you is not professional basketball, my son, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have a good life planned for you and good things for you to do with the gifts and talents he's given you. And I think we can encourage our children in that way so they can start seeking, okay, how did God make me? Why did God make me? (laughs) What did he make me for? And put more focus on that than what culture is telling them, which is try to fix your body and then everything else will be fixed. So I hope this conversation has been helpful for you as you get ready to get those kids back to school. What a great opportunity to start important conversations that can really set them up for life. Or maybe they won't have the same depth of struggle that some of us had starting in our elementary, middle school, or high school years. So I hope that's been helpful to you. If it has, hey, put something on the review on Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening, right? Just drop me a little note in there. That's how I know these shows are touching you. And hey, tell a friend about it because, you know, if you're struggling with this, chances are you've got friends struggling with it too. Well, that's all for today's show. Thanks for listening. I hope something today has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Before you go, if something from today's show blessed you, may I ask a huge favor? Leave a review on your favorite platform. Seeing your five-star reviews is a huge encouragement to me. 
Not sure how to do it? You can go to compare to who.me slash podcast, scroll to the bottom, and you'll find all the information. And while you're at compare to who.me, check out some of the more than 500 articles on there about body image, comparison, all the things you're thinking about. Plus, you can find out more about my books, or you can grab a time for a free 10-minute call to see if coaching is right for you. I'm so honored to be a part of your journey out of body image and comparison frustration. And I can't wait to hear how God is working to set you free. The Compare To Podcast is part of the Spark Media Network, now available on the Edify Podcast app. Grab the Edify app in your Google Play store or on the Apple Podcast app. You will be so glad you did. Hey, friend, would you check out the date on that episode you just listened to? Yeah, it's been a minute. Listening to old podcasts is almost like reading my diary from several years ago. In some cases, it's even a little embarrassing. So instead of listening straight through season by season, can I encourage you to skip ahead? I release brand new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you're not sure where to start, you can go to improvebodyimage.com, find the Start Here button, and I've got several episodes listed and categorized so you can find the topics that are of most interest to you. Your time is valuable, so skip straight to the good stuff. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for letting me be a part of your body image and food freedom journey. Dedicating time each day to spend feeding our minds and our hearts the truth of God's Word is immensely helpful in our growth as followers of Christ. I'm John Stonge, and each day I host a show called Daily Devotions with Pastor John. On the show, I spend just a few minutes taking an applicational look at one or two verses of Scripture before coming to the Lord in prayer. If you'd like to make a habit of spending more time meditating on the truth of God's Word, You can listen to Daily Devotions with Pastor John at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.